consecutive conference win. Blocked, snuffed, rubbed out, erased. And Georgia Tech with an opportunity. Austin still on his feet. One man, you can't believe what just happened. What a time to be alive. Davis right, one to the left, straight back to pass. Going deep, throwing it down the far sideline, and it is caught for a touchdown. Devontae Smith wins the national championship. Down the left sideline and wide open behind the defense. And Chris Davis takes it to the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the midfield goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy What's up, boys? Welcome back to Man to Man Podcast out here on the Plains. I'm your co-host, Nick. And I'm your co-host, Jackson. Today, we're going to be previewing week two. Uh, it's a doozy. We have 12 matchups for you. Uh, it's going to be a good week, I think. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get it kicked off. So, let's uh, first game, South Carolina at Arkansas. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, you got K.J. Jefferson and Spencer Rattler. It's a good QB matchup, in my opinion. Uh, South Carolina didn't play so great. Spencer Rattler didn't play so great. Arkansas has already had a test, and they looked pretty good. These are good, two good teams playing each other. Arkansas is favored by eight. I think that's going to be really close. Um, in the end, the, I mean, the game-winning factor is K.J. Jefferson. He is a worse Cam Newton, in my opinion. He's going to lift his team. Um I think Arkansas is going to start off the season with an impressive 2-0, and I think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be like a 31-23 type of game. So, yeah, what do you think? Uh, literally took the words right out of my mouth. Um, I, too, am excited to see these two QBs show off. Um, like you said, Rattler couldn't really reach his potential against Georgia State. He threw two picks, but he did slowly start pushing his offense, and um, that's a defense that isn't terrible. Their special teams played well. Their defense held. But their O-line is very faulty, and their run game just couldn't get started. Um, Arkansas, however, got, got, they got hit, but they stood up You know, uh, with a good lead at half. Their team didn't look bad. Since he isn't a bad team, um, you know, it, was, it was a good test. The difference here is going to be K.J. Jefferson. Um, he can slice through the air and on the ground. Last week, he stood up and led that team. Uh, sure, Rattler is going to hit that secondary hard. I think he's definitely going to play better than last week. He will, but it's not going to be enough. Give me Arky with the spread by 10. Um, we can go ahead and hop into Wake for some Vandy, though. Um, this is a bad Vandy team, okay? Inconsistent at most. Like, you're either bad or you're inconsistent. I think their cap is inconsistent, which is not good. I mean, you can't struggle against Elon and then come into... Wake Forest with a good headspace at all, you know. Sam Hartman is going to tear through this defense, and he's going to score. Um, he's going to score some. They're going to show an offense. So I'm not going to count on the ability, on uh, on Vandy's ability. So give me Wake Forest covering that spread. Uh, yeah, definitely. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, it's still Vandy, guys. <laughs> 
they didn't look good against Elon. I mean, they looked better than they have before, but they're playing a ranked team. Wake Forest is 23rd for a reason. They were in the ACC championship last year. Sam Hartman is a good quarterback. They have a good scheme. I've seen it. That RPO, that's really good. Vandy's not going to know what to do. 13 is really generous. I don't know why it's only 13. Probably because Vandy's been playing kind of good recently. But, yeah, I think it's going to be blah. I see like a 45-14 type game by Lake Forest. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be close at all. I, I, I'm, I don't think I'm going to have that game on at all. Maybe the first drive. Yeah. Okay. This is another game I might – well, actually, I think it's going to be a really good game. All right, so we got Missouri at Kansas State. Um, <laughs> Kansas State is favored by seven and a half. I think that's, uh, I think, I mean, I think that's about right. Maybe not really, but so I think it's going to be a really good game. I think Kansas State is not that great. I think Missouri is like the second or third worst team in the SEC, but it's also the SEC. Like it's not, they're not that bad. I think this is going to be a good matchup. I think this is even, uh, I think Missouri is going to cover, but I, and then I have uh, Kansas State winning by six, 34-28. Um, I cannot wait for you to hear my pick. Uh, Missouri, I think I think they could have a dangerous offense. You know, uh, Brady Cook is not bad. Um, they have so many options on the ground, and their defense shut out La Tech on the ground. Yes, it's La Tech, but um, they only allowed 11 yards on the ground and had four sacks. So uh, Adrian Martinez... He will be pressured. Kansas State had the shutout last week. You know, that's always impressive. Their offense played well um, all the way around. Short passes, strong runs. I think this game is definitely going to go back and forth. But I like Missouri's offense. I think I think it's strong enough. So give me the upset with Missouri right here, right now. You heard it here first. Um, next up, we're going to go into uh, App State versus Texas A&M. This is a big spread. Okay, let me start. It, it's the the spread is nineteen points. Texas is Texas A&M is favored by nineteen points. Let me begin by forty points in the third quarter. <laughs> App State scored four. In my mind, that is crazy. Forty forty points in the in in one quarter. That is an offensive explosion. That is a defensive shutdown. Chase Bryce is going to look to continue this mass air attack. Whether North Carolina is bad or App State was bad that's very impressive Aggies got the shit out too they scored points but in my opinion they looked average at best App State just isn't going to be able to get their explosive plays like they could last week against a sorry defense and A&M will hold on to the ball so um give me Texas A&M but there's no way there's no way that this is going to be a 19 point difference give me App State covering that covering that yeah I'm I'm I think we're on the same page, basically. Now, Texas A&M's defense is a top five defense in the league, in the nation right now. It's nothing to scoff at, like you said. Um, Appalachian State scored sixty one against North Carolina. North Carolina's defense is terrible. Um, I still think nineteen is a lot. Like you said, I Texas A&M's offense isn't really that good. Haynes King isn't really that good from what I've seen. Now, it could surprise me, but. I think their offense is going to play a little bit better. I think they know they're up to the challenge. I mean, I think Appalachian State's a good team. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think 19 is way too high. I don't want to say way too high, but give me A&M, 35-24, type of one. It's going to be a struggle win. They might be behind at halftime, something like that. 
Uh, yeah, I think A&M's a little bit overrated. Appalachian State is a little underrated. I think it's going to be – I think. I mean, I'm going to keep my eye on that's the game. That's when it's dangerous, whenever you have an overrated team and an underrated team. That's when it gets dangerous. I'm going to keep my eye on that game, and y'all should too. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's going to be close until the fourth quarter probably. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Iowa State at Iowa. Whew. So, <laughs> Iowa last week scored no touchdowns. There was no touchdowns in the game at all. They had two safeties and a field goal. Seven to three. They have the worst offense ever. I've never seen a worst offense before in the Power Five. But they also have one of the best defenses. Now, I wouldn't say top five. Probably like top ten. Um, simple fact is they're not going to win many games this year. Um, Spencer Petras is one of the worst quarterbacks, if not the worst quarterback in the nation right now. That that offense is putrid. Like it makes me want to throw up. It's so bad. Um it is so bad. Iowa State also they they beat their nobody team forty two ten. Their offense looks pretty decent. But I don't know why Iowa was favored by three and a half points to be honest. Uh this is not saying Iowa State's good, but I don't think this is gonna be close. I think it's just Iowa's bad. Give me Iowa State twenty seven to nine and they're definitely covering because they're yeah, outright win. Iowa's offense is bad. I am right there with you. Again, no touchdowns. Two safeties and a field goal by Iowa against South Dakota State. Okay? That's, a, that's basically a high school team at that point. And Spencer Petras, he is bad. You are right. He is terrible. Um, he, is, he can't push this offense. Their defense is raw, though. Like... That is a strong defense. I don't care what team you're playing. Two safeties is impressive. It's going to be a factor, but I don't know how long they're going to be able to hold. Iowa State does have an offense. Hunter Deckers, in my opinion, is a good QB who looked dependable, reliable in their opener against Southern Missouri, and they they also have a pretty nice ground game. And I think as long as Iowa State can hold on to the ball, give me Iowa State, 17-10 on this one. You know, they're, they're going to get that upset. Um we can go ahead and hop into USC Stanford. Caleb Williams, he is something else. He is strong everywhere. He does what he wants, when he wants, where he wants. We're talking about a 50-something point difference here in the last week's game. But that defense gave up rushes. Um, they gave up rushes. They gave up yards. They couldn't really get rolling until the second half. Stanford has good QB play, you know, with, with Tanner McKee. He isn't something to scoff at. In my opinion, he, he could be a dog. Um, I think Stanford is going to get a couple stops in the first quarter. I think their run game will hit it, hit, it, hit at times in the first quarter. I think in the first quarter, people are going to be like, USC's overrated, USC's not good enough, where's Caleb Williams? And then I think Caleb Williams is going to come to show. You know, He's going to come out and show them who he is. He's going to come out, ball out. So give me USC with the win and the spread right here. Okay, okay. You're right. Uh, Caleb Williams, in my opinion, is the best quarterback in the nation right now. You could say Bryce Young. You could say, I guess, Bryce Young and Caleb Williams is really where it's at right now. Um, Who am I forgetting? CJ didn't really have a good game. Oh, CJ Shroud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good, too. He's You could say he's the best. Yeah. But listen, best quarterback they have all these transfers coming in. They have Lincoln Riley. The team is looking up. This team is a good team, but it's at Stanford. Uh, Stanford has always has a chip on their shoulder. I think nine is a little bit too much. I think, I mean, 
Tanner McKee, like you said, I think he's a decent quarterback. I don't think Stanford is a good team. I think USC is a good team. But it's college football. Upsets happen. It's the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is the worst conference in the nation. Uh, definitely give me, and I'm really strong on this, give me Stanford with the upset. I say like an overtime game. It's Okay. I mean, I I see I see it happening. I really do. And I, re- I hope it does because I don't like USC. I don't like Caleb Williams. I don't like Lincoln Riley, but I can't deny it. They're that's a good looking team. They got that's a good looking team. So I wouldn't be surprised if they won, obviously, but give me the upset. Okay. Let's go into uh number nine Baylor at twenty one BYU. BYU's favored by three points. Uh I think that's it's kinda it's kinda weird that they're favored. I know it's at BYU and they're ranked, but I don't know. Uh I think Baylor's as good as they were last year, maybe even better. BYU's BYU. I mean they're they're good, but like they have a cap. They, I think they have cap. Um, Baylor has a good chance to win the Big Twelve again in my year. I think they, in my opinion, I think they could repeat pretty easily. Not easily, but you know. Uh, so yeah, give me Baylor, and I, uh, I think they're gonna win like twenty eight twenty. Baylor's defense is on point. I think they're strong enough to help out their offense, which you know hit their offense isn't bad either. Uh, Blake Shapin, he's good. He'll cut up a secondary if he has to. But 38 points, 38 to zero in the second half score. That was BYU over South Florida. This is an offensive front that has got something to prove for BYU, in my opinion. Jaron Hall, he's good. That's their rushing game. Their rushing game's good. Um, and let's not forget, it's in BYU. You know, this is a place where. Things are going to be loud. They're, the um, fans are definitely going to play a role in this. So give me BYU um, right here, right now, BYU. Um, we can go ahead and hop into Mississippi State, Arizona. Uh, Mississippi State has a good offense under uh, Mike Leach. They were able to get it done on third down. They got 11 of 13 on third downs, which is really good. Um, Arizona has some playmakers, uh, Jaden Laura, Jay Cowing, it's going to be a fun game, but give me Mississippi State with the win and the spread right here. Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Arizona's not a good team. They're not They're not as bad as they have been in the past couple of years, but they're just not a good team. Um, Mississippi State, they're right. It's going to beat up Arizona. I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be the worst game of the – the worst game of the games that we picked. Um, give me 41-7, Mississippi State. I think they're definitely going to cover. Yeah. And then we got a big game, or people think it's a big game. Game day. I mean, I'm excited for it, but Alabama at Texas. Alabama's favored by 20. People might think that's a little bit too high. I don't know. Let me tell you right now. It's Alabama. It's Nick Saban. It's Bryce Young. It's that top one defense in the, in the nation. It's the Crimson Tide. It's the number one team in the nation. It's the seven national championships or whatever. It's Alabama. They're not going away, and they're, nothing's going to change with this game. They're going to beat Texas, and I think they're going to cover their spread. I do think Texas is going to be good this year, but it's Alabama. It's just Alabama. Steve Sarkeesian, I mean, I think Nick Saban is, has only lost one game in his career against his former assistants. Now his last year against Jimbo, I don't think it's I don't think he's gonna be two. I think it's gonna he's gonna raise that up. Um, you know, Quinn Ewers, uh, B. John Robinson. That's a good offense, but 
It's Alabama. So yeah, give me Alabama. I think it's gonna be like fifty-five, thirty-one. Um, I am literally right there with you. Alabama is the best team in the nation. They've got the best talent, the best offense, best defense. They are the best overall. And yeah, Texas does have Bijan Robinson. He's a top running back. Quinn Ewers shows promise. They will have their moments in the game, in my opinion. You know where they're gonna show show a lot of talent. But this is Alabama. This is Bama. Give me the win with the spread. This is going to be an ugly game right here. Um, but we can go ahead and hop into Washington State, Wisconsin. It's a big spread. Wisconsin's favored by 17.5 right here. Um, Washington State has a good running game. Uh, Cameron Ward is going to get in the grooves at some point. It could be during this game. He could make plays in this game. You know, but all of that is... All of that is, like, he's he, he, he didn't play well um, last week. You know, he's waiting to catch a stride. I think he will catch a stride at some point, but I don't know if it's going to be during this game. Um, Wisconsin's O is going to get it done, you know. For, that is for a fact, and their defense will put a lot of pressure on Ward. So give me Wisconsin right here. Okay. Uh, I think that Wisconsin's going to struggle. I'll just go ahead and I'll say that right now. It's just going to be one of those games. Everyone, every team, every good team has one of those games, at least one, where they struggle against an inferior opponent. I think this is going to be it for Wisconsin. Braylon Allen is top three running back, in my opinion. Uh, you can you can put Tank, Bijan, Braylon Allen, all those. I think those are all equal. I think those are all – I mean, I think Braylon Allen could – you could put him at number one. He, I think he had 10.4 yards – her rush against whoever they played. Uh, the Wisconsin offense, they're always going to have a good run game. I don't know so much about the passing game. I don't think it's that good. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to struggle mightily. I think it's going to be a really close game. 17 and a half is a lot. Give me, give me uh, Wisconsin winning, a tight one, but Wazoo, I think they're going to cover. Okay, let's go into the SEC game of the week. SEC game of the week. Number 20, Kentucky at number 12, Florida. This is a huge game. Uh, Florida looked very impressive against Utah. AR-15 looked pretty good against Utah. Uh, I think Billy Napier is really turning this program around really quick. I have really high hopes for this program right now uh, as a whole. Just like in the next five years, I think they're going to be really good. I don't know so much about this year, but, yeah, I think they have a bright future with Billy Napier. Um Kentucky, I think they're a little bit overrated. I think Will Levis is very overrated. Mark Stoops is a good coach. He has turned this program around by himself. He's a he's a great coach. Um, Kentucky, Florida is always a close game. It's in the swamp. Florida's favored by five and a half. Uh, I'm, I think Florida's going to cover just barely. I, th- I think it's going to be like a 27-21 Gators. I think Florida's going to win. It's a hard game to predict, though. That's one of those games that go either way. I mean, a lot of these games go either way, but this might be the hardest one for me. But, yeah, give me 27-21, Florida. Uh, Kentucky is going to push, you know. Uh, Their defense will get some stops. I think Will Levis is no joke. I think he can definitely throw the ball. Um, We saw that against Miami. But AR-15, Anthony Richardson – 
he is a big playmaker, um, and this D-line can put a lot of pressure. I was down on the D-line last week. That is my fault, okay? Week one, I said they weren't going to be able to apply pressure, but there's some dogs on this D-line, and um, they will put a lot of pressure on Kentucky's O-line, and that's going to be a difference maker. AR-15 is going to ball out like he always does. You know, he got into his stride last week, and he's going to carry this in. Give me Florida with the win and the spread right here. You know, I think that's a, I think it's it's not going to be, they'll either win by, they'll either win by a touchdown or 10 points, but they're, they're going to come away with this, and this is whenever people are going to think Florida's going to be a real contender. With all that to say, let's hop into the game of the week. Number 24, Tennessee at 17, Pitt, okay? Let me start this off by saying Slavis is a dangerous man. You know, some people... Some people were down on him, you know, in his last game. But I think he showed out against West Virginia. I think he showed that he can throw the ball. He can make plays. He can improvise when things aren't going his way. And that defense can make plays too. You know, they can. I think they can hold back the volunteers at points. But um, Hendon Hooker, he's going to make plays no matter what. Uh, no matter what he, well, no, no matter what defense I think he's facing, he's going to be able to make plays, and um, he's going to be the, a major factor in this game. I think Pitt will keep up. I think they'll keep up for the majority of the game, but I don't think their defense can hold. I, I think Slavis is, could make some mistakes here. I don't think they're going to be be able to um, go foot for go foot for foot with Tennessee here. So give me Tennessee with the win and covering. They're going to win by like a touchdown or something. Oh, I'm very excited for this game. This is obviously this is my game of the week. We picked this game. I don't know why game day didn't go here. I guess because they already went to Pitt uh, for week zero. But yeah, uh, Pitt's offense is electric. I think Keaton Slovis is really really good. Uh, I'm really excited. I love. I just love this offense. I think that West Virginia game got me even more hyped for this offense. I know they struggle with the drops, but. Uh, that was week one, and they're playing a good West Virginia team. That's always week one. All receivers are going to struggle with drops in week one. Yeah, so this is a really good offense. With that being said, Tennessee has a really, really good offense. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a battle right here. Hendon Hooker. Battle of QBs. Hendon Hooker is going to show out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I really like Tennessee's offense. Like I said, I think, I think they have a really good shot to win the East. And, ugh. Gosh, I really had trouble picking this game. This and Florida were really hard for me to pick. I almost went uh, Pitt because I think these teams are even, and it's at Pitt, so that gives them the slight advantage. But I think Tennessee is going to pull it out. Overtime thriller. Pitt's going to cover. Give me 48-45, Tennessee. Ooh. So I think that's all the games that we've gone over. Uh, What are we? Are we... Do we have all the same picks, or do we have... No, 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 no. Don't we have, like, only one different pick or something? I think we have, like, two. Okay. So we have two different picks. Uh, Let me tell you right now. LSU. Now, this is really dumb for me to say, but they're they're playing Southern this week. Southern beat a team 86 to nothing. Uh, That's a little scary. I know it's some team you've never heard of. It's probably a high school team. But we saw what happened to LSU, all the controversies surrounding the program. Brian Kelly is already in deep, deep crap. And I'm not saying he's on the hot seat or anything, but he's been in, he's been in some controversy with that press conference. 
uh, Kayshawn Booty is off the team, basically, or we don't know that for sure yet. Uh, multiple players taking their LSU posts off Instagram. It's not a good look for the. It's not a good look for the Tigers. Uh, I think they're the second worst or third worst team in the SEC. Uh, I don't. I'm not saying they're gonna win. They're gonna. I'm not saying it's gonna be a close game, but I'm just saying like this is not. LSU's not a good team. It's still gonna be a blowout, but I would not be surprised if it was a close game. It, but I'm not saying it will because I don't. I really don't think it will be. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, um, I don't think it's going to be a close game. I'm just, I'm so, like, this upsets me to see LSU. To me, it's it's not about talent. You know, I think they have some of the some of the most talented players. You know, Booty, he's talented. Um, that that whole defense is literally amazing talent all through the depth charts. I think at this point, I think it's a discipline issue. You know, they just got they they've got the new um, head coach Brian Kelly, um, but it was just a whole bunch of discipline issues, and that's against FSU. Uh, we saw the the terrible special teams play. You know, they had blocked kicks, blocked um, punts, and in my opinion, that is a that's a discipline thing. You know, if you can't make those plays, then you can't make those plays because those are just talented kids who are going out there messing up you know i think it's just a difference of culture culture here i have hopes for brian kelly i'm hoping that maybe this is just maybe he's pulling um a harson right here where he's you know if you're not on the bus get off the bus type of deal where he's building a community where they could be good within uh the next five years i hope so for this team i think for the team's sake they have to be good not necessarily this year but they they at least need to rebuild right here, and he needs to get that community going. He needs to get that team going, and uh, I would hate to see them just go down in the dumps. So I'm hoping Brian Kelly can get a community going. No matter who's on that team, they're always going to have talent. Uh, it's just whoever wants to wants to step on that bus. Like I said, whoever wants to join that program. Um, you want to hop into Auburn San Jose State. Ah, uh, so this is going to be a blowout. How much did you say they were favored by? 23. 23. You're right. He he was talking about this earlier. That would that's disrespectful. You know, San Jose San Jose, San Jose State barely won last year against some high school team basically, and this is a this is an Auburn team that I'm definitely behind. Uh they're very underrated. They're, 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 they're under. That's when, that's whenever Auburn balls out right yeah. there. And uh, Harson named TJ the starter. Uh, he said he wants to run a, a two QB uh, setup, but I hope it doesn't last. Um, Robbie, Robbie convinced me that he's the man for the position. You know, he made plays on the ground and in the air. He improvised. He got out of the pocket. He was never in a bad situation in that game. TJ, however, threw two picks. I don't know what Brian was doing whenever he threw those two picks. I guess he was going to the bathroom, getting water or something. But he threw two very bad balls against a Mercer defense that allowed them to score points. You know, Auburn's defense is stacked. And we're going to show out this game. I'm hoping that in this game, Harson can see the potential of uh, Robbie. My fingers are crossed. What are your thoughts on that game? I think he has already seen the potential of Robbie. I think it's just a matter of time, to be honest. Uh, I said before in the offseason, I said Robbie Ashford will be started by Penn State. 
Now, Harts has been talking this week, and it's kind of made me a little bit concerned, but whatever, he knows more than me. He has done two QB systems at Boise State in Texas, and it's worked. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's the best option, but if it's worked for him and he really thinks it's the best way to go, you can go that way. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely going to be 50-50 again with Robbie Ashford and uh, T.J. Finley in this game. I hope T.J. Finley plays good just because I'm an Auburn fan. I'm a fan of the game, and he's a starter. I don't want him to play bad. But I just, I mean, I think he's going to play good. I think he's going to have a bounce back because of San Jose State, but I think Robbie's going to play better. I hope Robbie's going to play better. Uh, well, I can't say I hope. Whoever plays better, I just want them to play against Penn State. Yeah. It's a big game. Uh, I really, yeah, I I think the spread, like you said, is really, really disrespectful. I've seen all these things come out. No one's talking about Auburn this year. Um, we're Auburn fans, so we probably do have a little bias, but I think it's ridiculous. I don't know. It just, it's it's stupid. I think it's going to be a blowout, 56-10. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I think that's everything, right? That is everything. <laughs> that is everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we'll see y'all on Sunday with the recap of this really, really underrated week two. See you later.